Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 85 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode. Recently, my family and I went well watching, and I'm going to tell you all about it because it was an unforgettable experience. Also, I'll be sharing a few interesting tidbits that I found out about whales that I did not know. Before we dive deep into the blue sea, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one person. Thank you guys for already doing so. I deeply appreciate it. It has been helping out tremendously. So please, please continue to do so. Thank you. Thank you in advance. All right, let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. I want to give a special shout out to all of the goal seekers and our community of progression. Today is Monday. So I'm calling all actions, calling all actions. Remember, each and every week we are striving and thriving towards our goal. So all the actions that you have taken last week to be one step closer, I am looking forward to hearing all about it. If you haven't, guys, please, please check out our goal tracker. It is on the official website for the podcast, which is www.letskipthesmalltalk.com. On there, click on the tab that reads score. Soon as you click on that tab, a goal tracker is going to pop up. On the goal tracker, it has everyone's progress from day one. Remember, we're actually going on our seventh month of working towards our goals. So on there, you will see each step that the person has taken week by week. And it is a beautiful thing to see because progression is one of the most beautiful things to me. It really is. Just to start somewhere and end in a completely different place and completing your goal is such a beautiful thing. And some people already have completed their goals. Some people are almost right there at their goal. Some people are halfway. Everybody is working. It is a beautiful thing to see. It really is. So you could go on there and read them all. Once again, that's at www.letskipthesmalltalk.com, the official website for this podcast, And just click on the tab that reads score. And if you would like to join our community of progression, you can. You absolutely can. Underneath the gold tracker is a text box that you can fill out. It's just your name, email address, and one goal or 
however many goals you would like to achieve in one year's time. And join us. We would love to have you. Or you can simply click on the side button on the screen that has a microphone and you can just tell me. Tell me what you want to accomplish in one year's time. We'd love to have you aboard. Once again, shout out to all the goal seekers out there. Keep on stepping. Your hard work does not go unnoticed. It's not easy, but it's paying off each and every step of the way that you take. So keep on stepping. All right. Keep on stepping. With that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the deep blue sea. All right. So, guys, my family and I, we went well watching. Has anybody been well watching before? If you have, it is an unforgettable experience. Of course, if you've seen Wells, okay? Only if you've seen Wells. So, for Mother's Day, Aliyah and I, we wanted to do something very special for Alicia. And we decided one of the things we were going to do was go well watching as a family. Now, Alicia and I, we have been well watching before. It was about six years ago. Six years ago, we went for my 25th birthday. Alicia, me, and my cousin Rashad. So, mind you, in my mind, I'm ready for this. You know, I've done this before. <laughs> well, things change over time. That's what they say, right? There's some truth to that saying. <laughs> we had tickets to the 230 cruise and it was a beautiful day. You know, here for Boston, it was 65 degrees, partly cloudy and the sun was shining, shining on all the mothers in the city. So it was beautiful, beautiful weather, beautiful energy. And we arrived and we hopped on board. And a few minutes after we set sail, we decided that we wanted to sit outside and just, you know, soak up that ocean breeze and the smell of the sea and look at the airplanes take off from Logan Airport and just stare, stare into the big blue. Mm, it's something about water, right? It's something about staring into a body of water that does a number of things to you. And I'm sure for everyone it's different. But for me, it's calming. It's soothing. It's so big, it reminds me that anything is possible. A lot of times when I look at a large body of water, I think of the past, right? I think of people traveling the ocean, I think of people going from land to land. The ocean reminds me of endless possibilities. So we're sitting out there and then the speed starts to uh, pick up on a boat, right? And we're looking at the little islands on the side and then the wind starts to pick up. And so it's a little windy, you know, <laughs> it's pretty windy, but it's all good because like I said, Alicia and I, we went six years ago, so we all made sure that we brought our jackets, right? So we could stay, you know, nice and toasty. We had our jackets on, and we were cruising. We were cruising in the wind, and it was really, really nice. It was really, really beautiful. 
And about 45 minutes in, it was getting a little chilly. So we decided to go inside and we took a seat. And uh, yeah, that's when things begin to kind of take a turn to the left. (laughs) So when we were outside, right, out on the boat, we were getting that fresh air and we were just loving it, right? As soon as we sat down in a chair, uh, things start to feel a little different. My stomach start to feel a little queasy. Uh, Aaliyah start to get real quiet, which is when she gets quiet, then something's up. <laughs> and Alicia, <laughs> Alicia was getting quiet too. So clearly everyone is, you know, kind of feeling the same thing. You know, we're starting to get a little, uh, as they would call it, seasick, you know, from the motion of the boat, the up and down, the up and down. So Alicia uh, asks if they have any water. So I head to the back and I get us some water. I get us some cranberry apple juice. And I asked the guy, I said, hey, do you guys have any of that ginger candy? Because they offer like a ginger chew and ginger is supposed to help with the motion sickness. So I grab a huge handful, like six, seven of those things. And I make my way back to the seat. And, you know, Alicia starts drinking some of the water. And I immediately put a ginger chew in my mouth. She takes one. I'm trying to give one to Aaliyah. But but because the packaging doesn't look appealing, you know, it, it's not bright with colors and designs. She's like, mm, no, thank you. And I'm like, I'm telling you. You should try it, dear. And she's like, no. So, okay. And so I eat one. And I'm telling myself, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to feel better. Because you guys know it's mind over matter, right? It's mind over matter. When I sat down in that chair, I'm not going to lie to you. I start to think, what if my stomach starts to hurt? <laughs> so I let the thoughts enter my mind. And, you know, you know, when that happens. It comes true, right? So be careful. Be careful of your thoughts, right? So now I'm trying to do the opposite. I got this ginger chew. I'm sipping on some water. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm trying to like look at the screen, different televisions on the boat. And they have like fun facts, right? Fun facts about like the whales and dolphins and just the ocean in general. And so I'm trying to read that. I'm trying to focus on something, right? Mind you, this cruise is four, four hours, right? It's four hours long and we are 48 minutes in. Okay. So (laughs) we got to figure this out, right? We haven't even gotten to the wells yet. The wells are like an hour out, right? They're like an hour into the cruise. We get to the, uh, to the bank and then start to see wells, hopefully. So we're cruising and cruising and cruising. And, uh, and then I tell Alicia, I'm like, dear, um, I'm, I'm going to go back outside. I was doing much better outside. And she said, okay. And I asked uh, Leah if she wanted to come. She's like, no. So I'm outside and I take a seat and I pop another ginger chew. And so now I'm on my second one. I'm like, all right, I got this fresh air. I got this wind blowing in my face. I'm stable. I'm sitting down. I'm about to be good. And I did start to feel better. I really did. You know, whether it was mind over matter, whether it was the ocean breeze, whether it was the ginger chew, 
Whatever it was, I was thankful and appreciative and grateful for it. Now, the captain is saying that they just seen a sprout, right? They just seen a well, like come up for oxygen. Now, here's something I learned. The fin whale, which is the second largest animal in the world, they do migrate up from the Caribbean waters to these New England waters for feeding. There's a lot of fish in this area, a lot of nutrients for them. So the second largest animal in the world, the fin whale, I seen it. I seen it. Oh my gosh. I seen the big sprout. Now, when they come up for air, and by the way, they're not sprouting water into the air. I've learned that it's actually the warm air coming out of their blowhole into the cold air creates a mist of condensation. So it's not water, it's condensation just with the two different air temps meeting each other. That's how you see it. Now, the fin whale, when it comes up to air, it sprouts 90 feet into the air, right? It's condensation mist. It's, and then you see that and you know there's a well. So I seen the fin well. I'm excited. I'm feeling better. I look inside. I'm looking for Ali and Alicia. I don't see them. They went into the restroom. So I'm waiting for them to come out. So I could come out, come out, come out. They come out and they're looking around for a little bit. But then Alicia goes back inside. She's like, nah. Now, nah, my mom have a seat inside. I'm not feeling too good. I'm like, okay, okay. Aaliyah's out there with me. We're looking and we see one fin well. And then we start to see a minky wells. And then we start to see a slew of birds come. Now, one thing I learned is when a well is feeding, birds like to come. The seagulls, they like to come so they can scoop down and pick up the fish on top of the water. That the well didn't swallow. So that was pretty cool too. So we're starting to see all this activity. And it's so cool. Then we go back inside for a little bit. And I'm sitting down with them. And you know. And you can see from inside. Um, but it's nothing like standing out there. Right. So when the captain's like. We have a fin well at our 12 o'clock. You're looking like directly ahead. Or we have two minky wells over here at three o'clock. You're looking over there on the right side. So you're just kind of looking all over. So now we're about about two hours in and the boat's just kind of staying in this one area because guys, I cannot make this up. There's a chart on the boat that shows all the wells, all the different types of wells that are in this body of water, right? In this area. Starts off with the fin well. Then there's the right well. There's a humpback well. There's minky wells. There's dolphins. And there's harbor porpoises. Now, the harbor porpoises, just like their name, they are over, you know, in the harbor. Right now, we were out into the Atlantic Ocean. So we didn't see any harbor porpoises here. But we seen every other well that was on that sheet. Every well. Humpback well came Minky Wells came. Another fin well came. They were like all congregated. And one of the things the captain said is the humpback well. When they're feeding, it makes a lot of noise in the water. And another humpback well can hear from up to 20 miles away. Can you believe that? The noise they're making while they're eating, another humpback well can hear 
20 miles away, which can signal them to come over to eat as well, you know. So it was really, really cool. Now, at this point, it's about three hours in and we're all inside starting to not feel so good again. You know, <laughs> I know it's like coming in waves. Oh, the irony. So we're sitting there and we're dozing off a little bit. Aaliyah's napping. I'm dozing off. Alicia's dozing off. And uh, about like 20 minutes later, wake up. Everyone's kind of feeling better. I don't know what that little nap did, but it helped. <laughs> it helped a lot. Uh, we woke up and more whales, more whales. We actually seen a humpback whale and her calf which is really, really cool. That's one of the things the captain said we hope to see on Mother's Day. We seen everything you could think of. You know, when we were heading back in, the captain said that what we seen today was one in a million. Like literally, guys, we seen maybe about 20 to 25 different whales. I cannot make this up. I can't. And when you go whale watching, one of the things they say is, if you do not see a well the entire four hours, it's a guarantee that you get to come back in the future so you can, you know, hopefully see a well another time. You come back complimentary. But we seen almost 20 to 25. It was so cool. We seen a seal out there. We seen so many different things. It was, it was really, really cool. Really cool. But most importantly, even though Alicia wasn't feeling too well throughout the trip, like three-fourths of the trip, she said it was unforgettable. And it was. It was Aaliyah's first time. It's something she would never forget. And, uh, you know, when we went six years ago, <laughs> things were different. Alicia kept saying, I don't remember it being this long six years ago. And I'm like, yes, dear. It was about like three, three and a half hours, I believe. She's like, nah, it was like two hours. But this trip was was four hours and about the last 45 minutes, we were all feeling good. Our appetite was growing. We was ready for dinner. We had surprise dinner reservations waiting for us at one of Alicia's favorite restaurants. So as we were pulling back in, you get to see the city of Boston, all the skyscrapers. And as we moving in, moving in, you see more and more of it. And it is so beautiful, you know, just seeing that skyline. And uh, then we pulled in. We docked. We got off. Got in a car and uh and the restaurant was about about seven minutes away. Yeah, we, we went to a nice restaurant over there in Seaport, if anyone listening is familiar with the area. Went to uh Legal Harbor Side. We had a nice table. The the doors are open, so you look right out at the water, you know, it's a waterfront restaurant. And we had a good time. We enjoyed ourselves. But most importantly, Alicia was happy and that was our goal. Our goal was to make this Mother's Day unforgettable for her. And uh, and we did just that. We did just that. We had a great time. A few things that I did learn about whales that I wanted to share with you before we wrap up here. Check this out. Did you guys know that whales, first of all, everyone knows that whales are mammals, right? We all know that. But did you know that whales used to live on land? I did not know that. They say 20 million years ago, whales lived on land. And then over an 8 million year period, they evolved into marine animals. So they say their closest relative 
their closest on-land relative is guess what? Guess which animal the whale is closest to that's on land? A hippopotamus. Yes. Yes, a hippopotamus. They said that whales started out on land and they used to eat like the, the plants by the water and so forth. And they learned how to swim and slowly but surely over 8 million years, they evolved into being strictly in the water. Yeah, they left land and went to water. I think that's really interesting. The fact that they were on land and evolved into strictly marine animals over an 8 million year period. Whales are smart. They really are. They're very smart. And uh, I think that's really cool. It makes me wonder which other animals have done the same thing, like went from land to water. I'm going to take a look into that. Another really, really cool, interesting fact that I learned is you guys know what we call killer whales? You know, orcas? Anybody out there watch Free Willy? Did you know that an orca is not a whale? And I'm being so serious right now. I didn't know that. An orca is a dolphin. It's the largest dolphin. I didn't know that. Anytime I think of dolphins, I just think of the bottle nose. I think of the, you know, they're gray, they're silver. They use the largest percentage of their brain out of all of the mammals. I didn't know orcas were dolphins. Wow. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Uh, we learned a lot. We learned a lot on that cruise. And uh, once again, it was unforgettable. Even though sometimes it was, uh, <laughs> it was a bumpy ride. But it was fun. Overall, it was fun. It was unforgettable. And, uh, and I highly recommend it. Highly recommend that if you haven't been, go well watching. You and your family will enjoy it. And uh, grab some of those ginger chews. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment, Have a Treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do because you deserve to treat yourself. What I recommend that you watch is a brand new documentary on Disney Plus called The Secret to Wales. Ali and I, we watched this documentary about about two weeks ago, I would say, before dance class, we sat down and we watched it. It's a it's a four part documentary, about 45 minutes each. And uh, it was really good. We learned so many things about how they travel in pods, how they teach each other, especially about diving for the seals right there on the beach. You know, wells, even though they left the land, they're not supposed to go back to the land because they could get beached where they get stuck on the sand and they can't get back in. The seals are always right there on the beach, right there in the beginning of the water. They were showing how they practice from young, darting right into the sand and then wiggling right back out in hopes of catching a seal. And and uh, they caught a few. Yeah, it, it shows it all. <laughs> it shows it all. So check it out. It is on Disney+. Plus. It is called The Secret to Wells. All right, now for something to read. What I would like for you to read is a little bit more about whales. 
and you can do so at us.wells.org. I was on the website, and there's so much here, guys. It is truly baffling. It's truly baffling. Not only does it talk about whales, it talks about dolphins. It talks about uh, sustainable seafood. It just talks about so many different things. You guys check it out. It's a really, really cool website. So if you get the chance, go to us.wells.org and read a little bit about whales and things. Okay. All right. Now for something to do. What I recommend that you do is that you go whale watching. If you're able to, Go with your family and go well watching. It's truly an unforgettable experience. It really is. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoy this episode, please send it to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. Thank you in advance. All right. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. What is your favorite type of well? Thank you.